What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard, it's business. Dead Meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea, and we're engaged, and we like to get scared together. How many days? Uh, until, <laughs> until, until the big day. 175? Yes. All right. Nice. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put that on my phone so that I can yes. send you guys something. You get a message in almost a year, like an alert, like, and you're like, what the? We'll send alert. you like a finger, a severed finger for your... <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're here today with Radio Silence, the filmmaking collective... As it's known, you guys want to yes. introduce yourselves full names? Yes. Yeah. Hi, I'm Chad Bellella. I'm Chad Bellella. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm Matt Bettinelli-Alpin. And I'm Tyler Gillette. Great. Thanks, guys. And they are the creators, uh, most recently, of Ready or Not, which I said before I knew they were coming on the podcast was maybe my favorite horror movie of last year. No yeah. money has exchanged hands. Yeah. 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 No, like, this is the dead zone right. for the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we reviewed Ready or Not on the podcast, like... Right when it came out. Right, yeah. So I'll put a link to that in the description if you want to listen to it. And you said that you saw that podcast episode. Yeah, that's yeah. so yeah. crazy to me. We listened to stuff. <laughs> but yours was your guys was so kind, and it also we had a lot of people reaching out and being like, "Hey, that's where I heard about it." Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. That is like the the thing that I love most about uh, what we do is when I hear from the people who actually make stuff because I always have like a little bit of a self conscious thing of like I'm just taking other stuff, but. Uh, when people who actually make these movies are like, hey, we, we have a lot of new fans who said they found us because of you. Yeah. You guys also started doing stuff on YouTube, which I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're fellow YouTube people. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. We owe it all to YouTube, really, yeah. in a big way, because we started there in like 2000. Seven? Yeah, so July of 2007. Was that before Google bought YouTube? Yeah, like when was it was its own. Thing. Yeah, I don't even. I, when when did YouTube like officially? 2005. Five as a platform. Yeah. 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 yeah, so very early, very early days. Yeah, and it was like we just started making like we you know we were all going down the path of like the more traditional way of making stuff, and then kind of had the epiphany: fuck that, let's go make our own stuff. And now there's this great outlet for it because previously, and we were kind of talking about this before. There are those little sites that were kind of niche, and then YouTube was the first one that felt like you can put it out there and it's anybody mainstream. can watch right. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, one of our first videos went like it popped off on MySpace first. Oh, like, that's right. Like we put it on MySpace, and <laughs> like it was bulletin posts and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I remember one weekend we were like, "Oh, cool! We have like 48 views. That's great." Mm -hmm. And then uh, on a Saturday morning, uh, Rob, who used to work with us, Rob Blonsky, he started calling and I had like we had four missed calls from him like by 10 a.m. He's like we're at 15,000 views we're at 65,000 views and, and on MySpace and it got to the front page of MySpace and then from there we were on YouTube. I genuinely forgot that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love that you remember that. Oh though, yeah. Because I, I remember the day that like a dead meat video like spiked yeah. beyond yeah. what I had expected and it's just like oh this is a it's cool crazy. feeling. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, a, it's a very it's interesting a, feeling. Yeah. Did you were you able to decode what it was that made it spike or is it just the sort of it's like 
I mean, it's quality, obviously, and like you know, specificity of voice. But is there something that you think kind of cut through? It was uh, it was that? pretty serendipitous that I chose Friday the Thirteenth as my first series to cover, right, right as the game, like uh, Friday ah. the Thirteenth, the game came out, which I didn't even know about. But apparently, it had just come out. People were looking up clips from the movie because they were playing the game and they found my videos. Wow. And then I'd like to think that yeah. the the quality of them as practice from our other channel. Uh, was like good enough to keep them in and yeah it was just like this spike it was just like this snowballing effect with the algorithm and stuff so yeah that's fantastic wild, yeah. yeah a lot of it <laughs> is timing. such luck yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Like, you can you know, make something oh, yeah. amazing and it, we know plenty of people who do also make amazing horror content even it's just yeah that algorithm just has to you know just pick hit. you well, up there's this right. big yeah. thing about like especially in marketing conversations about well, let's go make you guys we want you guys to go make something viral like a viral mm -hmm. and it's like you don't can't make a viral just... thing that's the result of a thing that you make it's not you can't just like program it to be popular to us and, and obviously like you can buy ad space and get on the front page of different sites but for the most part like that's at least in our experience yeah, I mean, the viral was only yeah, based yeah. on like the quality of the thing and ultimately like does it have and it was also and staying power mm -hmm. that we got started on youtube at like that lucky at a very lucky time like it was like youtube was new so we made something that wasn't quite like everything else because it was a lot of like sketch comedy and stuff and we weren't really doing that mm -hmm. yeah. but it was like kind of that but not really and so easier just, to stand out. Yeah, it was easier to stand <laughs> out just yeah. by being a little bit different. And I mean, so we got put on the front page, which is, I think, what spiked ours. Right. And it was like not it wasn't you. It was before you even knew that you were kind of trying to do that. You were, we were it's it, I don't know if you guys if everyone remembers, but it was like it used to just be YouTube was just a place to share shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I have to go yeah. share. It, it wasn't a career a option. And totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. totally. No. And viral was not really a thing. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't. That was yeah. not even really. A I mean, Lazy Sunday is the first thing yeah. I remember being yeah. like, oh yeah. "Oh yeah!" That went from a SNL clip to everybody saw it tens of day. millions. Yeah, everybody mm -hmm. saw yeah. it the next day. Yeah, <clears throat> and viral, especially even when that became slang and people understood what that meant, it was for a bit. It wasn't seen as like, "Oh, we can use this to market stuff." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think at first it was understood as like a freak thing that happened, and just like if it happened, it happened. But I remember even uh, in college, I, I would like try to write some stand up. And one of the bits was like how the word viral was the biggest benefactor of like uh, new media because it used to mean something <laughs> very so bad, bad if you were viral. <laughs> and now it's like, I want to be viral. <laughs> Uh, did you guys go to film school? Like, do you have a like formal education in filmmaking? Versions, yeah. If it's yeah. formal as that can be. I guess that can be. You had a kind of form. Yeah, I I was I went to the University of Arizona and I I studied photography first and then that kind of became an interest in film like production. still photography. Yeah, and then first. and then cinematography and then eventually like yeah working. The cool thing about that program was we were making we shot a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. It was a very active like make a thing a week kind of kind of program. Yeah, so it was great. It was very it was very creative it was very all about the process mm -hmm. mine was the opposite yeah. <laughs> it was more i went like to theory. uc santa cruz and it was all <laughs> yeah. film theory and not even like just kind of normal film theory it was like like art like sub-level art film theory what, you know, were there like, any production elements at all to your for like 10 people you yeah. know and i mean but the one benefit was you could rent equipment so yeah we would rent equipment and just go shoot our own shit, not mm -hmm. for class. Because, again, this is, like, late 90s before it was just so easy to get shit. Yeah. And so we would do that. But as far as filmmaking goes, it was, like, you learned the 
absolutely something you learn on like a YouTube tutorial in three minutes now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and it doesn't yeah. sound like you were. There was like not mainstream. You weren't studying mainstream. No, we cinema. weren't studying like, like you're going to be an artist. A shadow <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> video <laughs> <for> twelve hours. <laughs> right. And what does that mean? And as soon as somebody would be like, I like Indiana Jones. It's like. But have you ever been on that adventure? No, then you shouldn't write about that adventure. Oh, you're God. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, right. You're oh. not making escapist yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. fiction. Yeah. No, I didn't go to film school. <laughs> I went to school for political science and uh, oh, cool. research and intelligence analysis. So I did, uh, yeah, I did like stuff for the government and then I did stuff, stuff for, the, for government. the government. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. And, then I, and then I worked for that like ExxonMobil. <laughs> um, and then I quit that and just started. Oh, acting. really? Yeah. And oh, wow. I was doing theater and commercials in Pittsburgh and decided to move out here. Oh, so I got so into cool, the acting man. part. What were and your then commercials first, in Pittsburgh? I did one for Banowitz Jewelers where I got engaged. Do you have copies of these? I do somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I those and then I did. I was the voiceover guy for King's Restaurants in in the Pittsburgh area. Do you area. remember the copy? Uh, no, it's just like always come come to King's Diner where you can you know like that type of crap. <laughs> I just and then uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you hungry? You want some pancakes? Cool. Let's go get some pancakes. Um, Banowitz, and then I did uh, a couple cable commercials for for. Um, the the predecessor of Comcast in the area. Oh, great! Yeah, so Cable One, I think it was called. Wow, so yeah, yeah, and then then just stopped that, moved to Los Angeles, and then the first day in LA, I went to an acting class at night, and I sat down next to Matt. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's yeah. So cool. So that's kind of how we all got into working together too. Um, yeah, the Matt and I worked together in New Line. Yeah, uh, we were both. Uh, that was like first jobs, first jobs in LA. Was it like PA kind of stuff or? No, I was the, I worked for, I worked in post-production. I was an archivist. I was oh, barcoding all of the original materials. That's so, like, so the, cool. The original negative for Lord of the Rings, like all that oh, shit, all nice. the sound, all the mag stock, everything okay. needs a barcode. It gets logged and put into, you know, the vault. Oh, that was yeah. the only, the only asset to New Line had because they don't, they're not a studio. Oh, sure. Yeah. Were there were these like actual physical production. Because I did a, a similar yeah. job at Universal, uh, like messing <clears throat> with like archives and uh, I forget what the, the solid state drives or whatever that they mm. put stuff on to really archive it and uh, so yeah. it would degrade. But yeah, we both come from a post-production background. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, we, it was a great, loved. it was like the basement in an office at San, San Vicente. <laughs> it was which the is first where, floor. It yeah. was yeah. the first floor. Was that the basement? <laughs> Everything in that office. Felt like I still remember who had what office where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just parking garage in the basements, right? Yeah. The parking garage, yeah. which we shot in right. the basement. Nice. Yeah. First yeah. floor. So yeah, when we were doing the YouTube videos, mm-hmm. Matt was the office manager at New Line. So we, to, in order to get production value, we would just go into New Line on the weekends and shoot in the offices and we're like, oh look, we have like a professional office. Did they know about this or was this all gorilla? <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't know about it. And then they, because it was, we were at the, like I started at the Robertson office, which was the main office from like if you watch like New Nightmares, where they go in New Nightmares. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. well, where uh, Heather Langenkamp talks to yeah, uh, Bob, Shea. Bob. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Oh, so you the shows. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was that was right before I started in 2000, and mm-hmm. then moved to San Vicente, which was a few blocks away, which was kind of like the more productiony office. Yes, yeah. it was, uh, and that was only three floors, but less glamorous. Much less glamorous, <laughs> but it was great because then I was the only HR person there, so I had like my own little office, and I kind of ran the building for like the. It's like that scene in Goodfellas where it's like you know I'm the security, and so we would just go in, and then they made a great hiring choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I was a good employee. I was there for a long time. You were uh, how, many, how many? Like eight years? Yeah, eight years? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! I was there until they fired everybody and moved Holy to shit. Of, shut the lights off. Yeah. You yeah. physically. Shut I literally the was the last person in that office. Wow! <laughs> but they so there was. One day we were shooting this. Sh- 
short. I can't remember what it was for, but we had like a zombie scene in the elevator. It was for MTV Movie Awards contest, and we were yes. doing spoofs on movies. <laughs> yeah. And so we were yeah. doing a spoof on what? Uh, um, 28, 28 Days Later. Okay, yeah. yeah. Chad's got the steel yeah. trap yeah. memory. <laughs> and so we're shooting this thing, and we have all this like uh, Little Caesar's pizza and spaghetti sauce and stuff. You know, we're throwing it around. Yeah, we use a little of the cheese from the Little Caesars pizza as flesh when we're doing the zombie rips. Right. Yeah, because that's that's a nice easy five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollar back panel. That was our budget. <laughs> and also lunch. Yeah, and also lunch. Yeah, a hundred percent sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we did it. And we cleaned up. You know, it was like great. That was Sunday, and then I got in that next morning on Monday, and I'm taking around the trades because I have to deliver the trades every morning. I'm taking around the trades, and I'm on the second floor, and I walk in, and then the door shut. They are covered in fucking spaghetti sauce oh and pizza innards. <laughs> oh, you forgot to lock. So we, we forgot to lock the, the door, door was open. The door was open. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, everyone's going to be here in five minutes. Oh, no. And it was like all the executives, and I was like, oh, no. So I ran around, cleaned it all really quick, and then like within a week or two, or maybe even a day later, I don't remember, I got a call from like the head of that building. He was like, hey, uh, can you come up and talk to me? Mm. This is an intimidating yeah. He's an intimidating yeah. fellow. This is yeah. not the guy. Like, if you get called into his office, it's like, it's the principal. Okay, there were two like, co-presidents, yeah. and there was like the good cop, bad cop. Okay. You know? And he was the one who, when yeah, you, it was cop. getting called in the principal office. And I just remember going in there, so nervous, thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna get fired." Fuck. And he just said, "So you know, there's people who work here. They're filming here on the weekends. Did you know about it?" And I was like, "I did. Uh, it was me." And he went, literally just smiles and goes, oh, "Okay, great. So you know, you're good. Uh, well, good luck." And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how that conversation would have meant, yeah. went had you been like, uh, no, I don't. What's, yeah, like, what would he have said? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You been, threaddled like, the smallest little the camera, needle. Oh. Yeah. It out. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, we shot there so, for so long. Right. We always trashed it too. We couldn't just do a normal Trash office thing. There was always just like, we made it turn into a post-apocalyptic scene once on the whole second floor and, and just trashed it. And there's like toilet paper hanging thing and the light <laughs> panels hanging down. And we're like, Oh, oh, that was man. like a lot just to set up so we could walk through it and be like, oh man, today sucked. Production design. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when you're like a young, like, you know, amateur filmmaker, you gotta at least do one shoot where it's like, I may be gonna get in a huge shot. <laughs> all right. Always. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That was Always. everything. All of our early yes. shit. There was like, the, the amount of naivete that we went yeah. into the process with Slash is actually why, yeah. but it's also <laughs> how we kind of found our voice. Like, you not playing by the rules and being like, yeah, we're going to go shoot in an abandoned iron ore mine and there's no cell reception and no one really knows where we're going, but we're going to do it and it's going to be yeah. great. And what could possibly go wrong? Right. We had one that we were shooting. It was called Mountain Devil Prank Fails Horribly and we were shooting in Big Bear and like a lot of our stuff, there's a lot of screaming and yelling and help me, help me, help me. And we're in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and we've been shooting for hours and then all of a sudden, this cop comes down on this like dirt road, and we're yeah. like, "Oh, well, that's the end of this shoot. Fuck, we didn't finish." And he just goes, "Hey, you guys, uh, everything okay out here?" And we're like, "Yeah, I heard a lot of, you know, got a lot of complaints about people screaming." And and in all of our heads, because we talked about it after, we were like, "Wait, so he waited for two like, hours <laughs> for someone screaming bloody murder? Yeah. 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 Bloody murder? <laughs> yeah, this was not. Yeah. There was no, you could not." In, have misinterpreted this as a fun time. Like it was, there was somebody being yeah. killed. In the and we just told him it was a student film, yeah. which it wasn't. I mean, we, no. you always got to say student, student film. film. Student oh, film, for sure. Yeah. That's a, that's a hint. Yeah. Truly. 
Mm-hmm. And he just gave us a thumbs up. I think he gave us his card. Said, yeah. like, send it to me. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You guys need an extra? <laughs> yeah, of course. That's yeah. another yeah pro tip. If you yeah. want to shoot something, you will get in the least trouble if you don't shoot an either LA or like New York City like you go somewhere where they don't make movies yeah. where it's and, exciting yeah, yeah. and because, people yeah. get so pumped yeah. mm-hmm. and they yeah, will Michigan give you had. so much yeah filming yeah. stuff back in Michigan was pretty pretty nice yeah, yeah it's like great. totally ten thousand dollars yeah exactly. like, you got yeah. insurance yeah. for this yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, because we like when we first started doing YouTube uh, together, it was like sketch comedy, and that was 2013. Way too late to try to like land or like be noticed, right. especially with sketches. But uh, we had come from Michigan. We met at uh, University of Michigan, where we were in the film program. Also, pretty theory based. Yes, at the time, I was. I was sucked. telling them that it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. so much theory. Yeah. Yeah, but we came out here and tried to make stuff, and just kept running into. Barriers. I remember tr- I wanted to use the universal office that I worked at, but I made the mistake of asking if I could. Right. Yeah. And of course, yeah. gosh, don't ask. <laughs> just get caught and then say sorry. If we let you, then we have to let everybody. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Do those, does your, do your sketches, sketch videos still exist on YouTube? So, uh, some of them do. Yeah. Some were removed, but they're, yeah, Practical Folks it was our other channel. If you want to look it up and see uh, oh young gosh. us with hairstyles we hadn't figured out yet. <laughs> <laughs> you both have wonderful hair now. Yeah, yeah, great hair. Yeah, less, <laughs> less skilled, very confident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Speaking of things getting taken down, I, that Mountain Devil prank yep. actually was pulled off of YouTube recently <gasps> because of this prank policy. They oh. started oh, removing right. pranks, yeah. and it's fully fictionalized. Like, yeah, it is I was going to say ridiculous. It's. I mean, it's there's as a real as Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a bit of but, cryptid that comes flying into the screen. But they, like, yeah, yeah, and we, I mean, you, you. Yeah, tried to arbitrate it or like you responded. Yeah, they, they sent an email saying like, <clears throat> your video has been taken down. You can arbitrate. So I sent an email that was maybe a little bit dickish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, we were not granted. Yeah. No, they never, like, they never grant it, man. No. And yeah. it wasn't a small, I mean, there were like, I don't know, 10 million views on the video. It's yeah. not, Jeez. it wasn't yeah. It was small. probably our second Biggest Second video. Some, some other sites have it up though too, so you could still. YouTube Google has it. Fine. It's all on YouTube. YouTTube. It just was ours that, that was flagged oh, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's funny because they they yeah it's. And that was the short that got his VHS. Yep. That is the short that got his VHS. Yep. Oh, really? Oh, yep. well, how'd okay. that happen? So, like, who, like, contacted you or, like, got... <laughs> well, what <laughs> I sent an email to Brad Miska, who runs Bloody Disgusting, mm-hmm. when we shot that short that has now been taken down, saying, like, you know, because I love the site, and was like, hey, like, check out this video. You know, just trying to get him to, like, you put sent it in from the alien. Alien. And, and, yeah, yeah, not from yeah. me. I sent it from, like, a fake account. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. great. I was Donald Trump. Uh, Pierre de la (laughs) So I did like a, you know, like, hey, check it out. It's really cool. You know, I found it on YouTube. And then Brad wrote back within 10 minutes. And he's like, oh, I fucking love this. Do you, how can you get in touch, or how do I get in touch with the people who made it? He must have it? known, right? Like Fred must yeah, have. Yeah. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I wish I still like had it. I don't think. Maybe if I forward it to you guys, it might be somewhere. But my memory is that he was like, "How can you get? How can I get in touch with <clears> whoever made this?" And then me, instead of just being like. Oh, I'll do it. I was like, I don't know. Maybe just try like checking out. <laughs> you sent him on like a scavenger. Yeah, you sent him on a scavenger. Make it hard. Oh my gosh. Anyways, long story short, he then called us right after that and was like, you know, hey, I'm putting together this thing that became VHS. And he's like, I, you know, if you guys want to do it, like, that'd be awesome. Like, um, can you come meet me? He actually lived right around here, and so mm-hmm. we did. And oh, cool. 
That was the beginning of VHS for us. Oh, and was that good. 2010, 2011? 2011. So, yeah, we, he we first reached out in 2010, and then we, like they wanted he wanted to do it as a TV series first. Yeah, it was a minute. So it took about a year for that to happen. And then they were mm. like, then they ha- went with uh, or to not happen, or to not happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Adam and Simon, start, Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett started putting together the wraparound for the, for for what became. Yeah, VHS. they just went and shot their thing yeah, right yeah. early before anyone else had yeah. done. Oh, had done really? Anything. Yeah. It was as a sort of like well, we can kind of proof of concept, sort Great. of proof right. this idea. And it was cheap to go make it. And I think the collective or Brad had given them enough to like go out and shoot. Yeah, shoot their short. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then when they were wrapping it up, they needed one more segment, and Brad brought us into the mix. So very we went, late yeah, in the process. Very late. So we went from like pitch to final project in like five weeks. Oh wow! My God. Um, for oh, our shit. segment, naivete, yeah. yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the like, value of naivete and confidence. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. On that call, on, we sent them. We sent them like three ideas, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, we "Really like this one," and we were like, "Great, that's the one we really like too." Oh, that's always. And good. Then, yeah, it was wonderful. And then, but the first call we had after that with them i just remember i I remember brad and roxanne benjamin being like well how are you guys gonna do it there's a train and it's this naivete where we're like don't worry we got it i was wondering how the train was done those are those are tracks and there's an abandoned set of tracks near the san pedro lofts vernon downtown in the city of vernon like this weird sort of recycling center area it's a Mm -hmm. very strange it's actually in a lot of season two yeah it's in a lot of city of industry exactly and it's and there are these abandoned (laughs) tracks and we parked our car on it and then had a pickup truck with a 2k 2k on it right and with that little little hd camera that we were shooting on in that low light that that thing just blew everything yeah, for out. You sure. saw no yeah. detail other than this crazy bright light. I figured, light I thought it must be, so we, we love Disneyland and our favorite is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. You've yes. been on it, but yes. you yes. get run over by yeah. the train. Yeah. Yeah. And I figured, I'm like, it must be that kind of We a stole light. from Mr. Toad's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it, man. I watched yeah. it. I was like, these guys ripped they off Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It's when you, yeah. Yeah, you shine the lights like right in your eyes. You can't yeah. see anything else. It's such a neat illusion. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd actually be a great franchise to for Disney to like give life into in yes. the space. Mr. Toads? <laughs> Mr. Toad. Yeah. No, if they would just let something right. be a horror movie, there yeah, exactly. you go. Yeah, That's yeah. the one. Yeah. It's actually shocking when you ride that ride. You're yeah. Like, this is next to Peter Pan. Right. And yeah. Snow White We're in hell and, right now. Yeah. Like the judge is yeah. a devil. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Last time we went, it was really cold out. So we got to that hell part. It's nice and toasty. Oh, yeah. There. Right. Like, yeah, I could yeah, just yeah. hang out in here. Dude, our friends <laughs> rode that. Like, we ran over to do something else. Our friends who we took oh. there rode it and it broke down in the middle and they, they got, got to, to get walk off and walk. In it. Oh, that's ah. rad. They saw behind the fourth wall. Yeah. yeah. Wait, sure. what? They saw behind. They got to see yeah. it. Yeah. Real yeah. Deal. yeah. <laughs> they said it's. Yeah. I, I, I always like hold it. Against like a tiny bit, it just I yeah. have this like it's so like, unfair. Those yeah. fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all those old storybook rides though. It's funny we talk about it like when we we are Disney. We love fucking Disneyland. And <laughs> we had all of our early meetings in, at yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, we would go down there and go to the park and just talk about stories. And While we're waiting. Is there a specific yeah. part of the park that you would meet at? Or thing. Yeah. But I mean, that was the like Southern California passes. Pre-California still, Adventure yeah. Land, too. Yeah. And then we <laughs> sort of used to be over into yeah. Yeah. California Adventure Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But there, but it's when you go on the storybook rides, you know, kind of are like the oldest. Old, they, none of them have a third act. It's all just like... No, the Snow White one is the best. It's just like, boom. She throws a rock on you and then... Yeah. Everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. I love it. Yes. And there's something, there's 
very creepy. There's something so creepy about all of those. Right. Because I know the Snow White ride, they refurbed in, like, I think the 80s because it was too fucking scary, one. And two, you <laughs> never see Snow White because you're supposed to be you're her. Snow White. Yeah. So you have, like, your kid going through it thinking you're going to see Snow White. <laughs> but instead, all you see from her perspective is these scary People fucking trees to, and yeah, the yeah. wind just popping out <laughs> and it's a nightmare. Yes, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where where did you guys shoot that uh, short in VHS? Because it's the last one in VHS, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So and a, it's like a big house? Yeah, it's a Woodbury location? house okay. in Altadena. So just north of Pasadena. Has other it's stuff cool been house. filmed there? That sounds like a familiar. Uh, sound. I don't know. Sound, <laughs> tell us. What else is in <laughs> There's uh, one co-ed's attack. Um, so oh. yeah, the so Skinamax movies have been shot there <laughs> and stuff like that. I forget what the names of them are, but um, yeah. We so were scouting it and Chad was there. like, Hey, hey, I recognize this. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, but it was a really fun house. The um the geography of it. One of the things that we loved about it is we didn't have to cheat how weird the geography of it oh, was. Oh, that's that, the, the pathway, the doorway into that attic. Yeah. is actually in the back of that bathroom. It's yeah. this really weird. We didn't cheat anything. We you actually were trying to. We oh, saw on nice. we saw online the we location photos where. There were these like this great big spooky attic, and we went out the first time and we couldn't find it. Went out the second time and yeah. wandered around for forty five minutes and eventually found this door That's that led so that led up there. And so there was something really we weird and retrofitted our outline for it too. So when we had the general like, beats of what we wanted to do for the short, mm -hmm. but then we went out and did a walkthrough uh, from room to room to room of where we come into the house and walk through it and and just wrote out the treatment that way. Well, that's we where the outline became anything, the script. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, we really, yeah, but it was yeah. like loose. Yeah. It was like, this it was very these loose. are the sort of beats right. that are going to happen. And that's what we, we took the outline, <laughs> went to the house, and then walking through there, that became the script. Right. Mm -hmm. that's By the script, I mean, all the dialogue was like, here's the shit we have to hit, but... Mm -hmm. That's Let's kind of rare, I feel like, in the production process to be able to like, oh, we know where this is going to be shot and we can still, we can like tailor the script to this. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's usually the other way yeah. around, you know? And we doing low budget things, that's the way yeah. you kind of have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. get the better, you that's get we did production everything. value mm -hmm. that way. That's what we, we, every short we've ever done. And ready like, not, what do we have? To a certain extent, was built around yeah. existing in the large. And Devil's oh, Do, yeah. we did the, with the <clears throat> found footage in Devil's Do going through the house and retrofitting because there's a couple of spots they wanted us to cheat we're like now let's just like we'll we actually don't know how to have vision we just go find a place and then <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but when you but when you're working in a format that you has to feel real yeah right that you you want the audience to be brought into it to that degree practical locations you can just kind of tell well sometimes mm -hmm. when you're on a set you know things feel the scale feels a little a little bigger like things feel almost too designed yeah for mm -hmm. us it was like fuck it let's just find a place that has that sort of texture that yeah. that's actually a huge thing in. for me is when I know it's a set when I can tell it's a set it really takes me out of it yeah. oh, in a yeah. movie because it's just it doesn't feel real and uh, well especially if you're doing a found footage yeah I don't know why you would want to use a set for <laughs> found footage that might be tough yeah so with the VHS short and with the rest of VHS and then with Devil's Do those are found footage films from uh, 2012 and 2014 is that yeah. right yeah okay so yeah that's like your first you know features that you're you're doing are found footage uh, probably because of like paranormal activity and how big that was right well it's funny we had we sort of had a natural like our journey into found footage was it started with a, a YouTube thing back on YouTube. Yes. We did this thing yeah. called Chad Hates Aliens, which is like an alien attacks Chad. <laughs> and it got it was our it was our it was the biggest video we had on YouTube. It had like thirty something million views. Wow. And so it was Holy like shit. whoa, this is neat. 
and we had fun with it and we weren't doing it because we were doing found footage we, mm -hmm. it was genuinely well this this is the story about some guys fucking with the roommate and they're filming it so how are we going to do that and it's like 2007 2008 Eight, mm -hmm. yeah, and it was just kind of what we did but then we had so much fun with it we did two more, one of which was Mountain Devil, which got us VHS. Mm -hmm. So it was like this weird kind of. We were never. It wasn't like a for or mm. against found footage. Right. Yeah, it was just kind of like yeah, it was cool. this, this is a specific cool story. Right. Yeah, exactly. Works really well in that yeah. format. Yeah, and then going into 20th Century Fox where <clears throat> Devils Do, they were coming off Chronicle, and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, this mm -hmm. needs to be found footage. And we're like, does it? Like, oh, yeah, so yeah. we, we said tried a hundred times. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. and it was interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that yeah, there was this you didn't idea to be no. Found, okay, and there is this uh, there's this uh, misconception that found footage is easier to make that because it looks and feels real and like home video that you have to you, that it's easier to cr tell a story that way. You just sort of put the camera on and like people do a thing, and it's actually it's it's much harder. You're 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 missing all the filmmaking tools that you have in a you know conventional narrative like close-ups mm -hmm. yeah and music cues yeah. and you know it, and we and we and the I camera doing some pride ourselves on playing by the rules right. yeah. 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 Like we want to we think it's at its best when you're when you follow the rules to a certain extent and obviously mm -hmm. in devils do like we wanted to kind of evolve how the camera worked and and how it sort of allows the viewer into the story but for the most part like we were pretty we wanted to be fairly rigid about you know why why the thing is filming why you're seeing what you're seeing you know trying to provide reasons that make the experience feel like it has a certain lot it's logic proof in some ways but also still somehow allows you into the the, the emotional experience of it it's a really weird tricky tightrope well work. half of the conversations we had on <clears throat> devil's do were about camera you yeah. know which like well, why are they filming here? Well, how do we get the camera in there? How do you do this? How do you do that? And at a certain point, that just becomes mind-numbing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, I really want to just tell a cool story. Exactly. Yeah. That's got to be exhausting. Have to have somebody yeah. have a camera. To justify right. why the camera yeah. is right. the And then we eventually had watching them. something fabricated the whole time instead of just letting them lose themselves. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. eventually get the studio note being like, well, can we see her eat the meat from like inside the meat? Um, cooler or like, all right, well, why, why would there be a camera <laughs> right. like in the meat cooler in the grocery store? Yeah. But yeah. it was, it's a funny thing too of like in, for Devil's Due, where for, for VHS, it was very simple. It was like, we'll put a camera on Tyler's head. Tyler's <laughs> camera on his head will be the POV of the whole thing and we are done. Great. Yeah. And with Devil's Due, because we were very aware that that holds up for about 17 minutes and then you're <laughs> kind of tired of it. So we had like set our own parameters and made the choice at the very beginning to be like, this is not quote found footage in terms of footage that was found. It's more, it's the same aesthetic of course, but it's the idea that, well, let's just use cameras that exist. Yeah. The world it wasn't yeah. something that was like assembled for evidence right, of right. a crime yeah, or something. Like paranormal exactly. activity is like, these were, this yeah. is like evidence from a file or, or yeah, Blair, Blair Witch, Witch is like, yeah. yeah. Both yeah. Of them. Mm -hmm. Which we then found though, because those movies are so good and so successful mm -hmm. that even when you take that away, and that's just a negative, so we just don't say anything at the top. It's not like mm -hmm. we, I mean, we would never do this, but you almost have to then inform the audience, hey, this is not <laughs> the thing that you think it's supposed to be. It's just done in that style. Right. So I'm already not interested. <laughs> but then it becomes a weird thing where it's like, then, then the audience, we found that the audience then had trouble understanding why it was put together mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and it's no fault of their own it's because that's how we've been trained to watch it so it's like this weird evolution i thought i end up watched it great where mm -hmm. it was they did the same thing where it's just cameras exist in the world 
Yep. We'll just tell a story that way. But they which, oddly, I feel like that the sort of genre of that. It's a different genre. Allowed yeah. people. It gave it gave the audience a different set of permissions going into it than the kind of horror. You know? Yeah, you know, absolutely. There's a real expectation with, and I even think, I mean, look, that with the reshoots that we did on that on Devil's Do, we even added a bit of a framing device. Him sitting in the police station was right. not originally scripted. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was That's like right, a, yeah. and it was and it was sort of a nod to wanting wanting there to be something kind of conclusive about it, but at the same time, maybe giving people a bit of a sense of, okay, if you wanna if you wanna go down the path of some of this has been assembled or will be assembled, mm-hmm. that there's the kind of classic but the other framing thing device on that, that that we talked about is that we were like, <clears throat> we're letting the audience know right off the bat. This is the end of the story, and I'm yeah. the beginning of the story. So this isn't just like an in order kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, which it, which it logically makes quite work. <laughs> yeah, uh, found footage. You know, has its detractors, but I mean, I'm I'm a big fan. I love it. I love found footage. I, I find that sometimes yeah, awesome. it's uh, it can scare me more than like non found footage because I'm also someone who like had a camcorder when I was like 10 years old, you know? And so like when people would say Blair Witch made them nauseous, I'm like, what is just like footage that you're watching? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Blair Witch is, I think, the scariest horror movie I've ever seen. It's so good. So yeah, when it's done, but it does feel, uh, I'm sure from a production standpoint, it can be very restrictive. Uh, Like lighting, do do you even I know, I have so many questions about the technical. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we did some lighting on Devil's Do. I mean, you just have to like hide it. Yeah, you hide it all. Yeah, That's so fascinating. Yeah, a lot of mm. practice. So then, yeah. if you, I know, I'm just like now, I'm, I'm so excited to ask people who've done it, like how to do all the weird, like little things that I think about. We we reviewed all of the Paranormal Activity movies in a row. Yeah, and so I'm just all six. So wow. when you yeah. have. So obviously you have to build this world where you believe. So like in Devil's Do, you have this main couple, and in a lot of these scenes, it's just the two of them. You, you, it, it is like you're restricted in that. Normally, if you're filming a, a film, like traditionally, you've got like shot, reverse shot. You can hide uh, the director and everyone else on set behind camera out of sight lines. But in a found footage, where are all <laughs> you guys while you're <laughs> yeah, filming? Right. Like, how do you know yeah, a shot yeah. went well? How yeah. do you Hit know you're getting what you yeah, want? Yeah. 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 yeah, you call cut and everyone would just sort of spill out yeah. of the various rooms. Oh, that's yeah. what the hands yeah. coming yeah. out of the walls are. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's crew. Well, with that one, there was, <laughs> that was us. That was literally just us. VHS, VHS was us and and running through the house like there was yeah. no yeah. crew other yeah. than okay. the, the, us and the Wait. characters yeah. you know, and were all those effects the... done in post like yeah. the hands and stuff they yeah. look okay. so cool yeah the, the hands look yeah. great they that was all Justin cool. Martinez who used to be a part of the gang oh it's yeah. so okay. cool yeah. there, when you first see a hand come out and this is how I know when something really gets me for some reason I just instinctively go ew I just feel like <laughs> and that one I got like I got a big like Ugh, it just grossed me out and yeah. that's how I know I'm really I'm freaked that got me it's also hiding a lot of hiding edits was a big right. part of most mm-hmm. Devil's mm-hmm. and VHS is like finding moments to to whip into or out of a shot yeah. where you can put a little a little static pop or something. I mean, honestly, 1917 is a great example of like these beautifully oh, sort of hidden goodness. transitions where <laughs> the cuts are, are seamless. Are you comparing VHS to 1917? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> I, think that, I think that it's probably... They're more similar than the technical exercise <laughs> right. of merging of merging finding ways to kind of hide edit. So it feels like you're in you're never not in right. the, like direct continuity mm-hmm. of, of the story. Yeah. And it's also letting the actors like even on and this is this was great working with Fox, which is our first studio thing, and you know, you have all the cliches of what that means, but 
to their credit, they let us shoot with a fucking like iPhone four, iPhone five. I can't quite right. remember. And then like Zach Guilford, who was the the husband in it. I mean, he shot a lot of the. That's, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, we had when that it, Sony camera that was yeah. small enough for them to carry yeah. around. Like when it comes to casting, that's got to be a consideration mm-hmm. oh. of like, can this time. person yeah. also hold a camera and like decently yeah. frame a shot? I wonder and Zach how has a really much. Good eye, so it was like, yeah. yeah, I wonder how much crossover there is between that and I'm not even kidding. Like puppeteering, you have to understand like your arm if you're holding the camera that's is a character mm-hmm. and just getting that. Just doing everything just right. Well, the blocking is not just about like how you're interacting with somebody. You have this other thing that is very just a a technical element to the whole. And a lot of and there were some scenes too where like one of us would be holding the camera. His hand would be on it to create the feel that like it was never further away than yeah, it is like puppeteering. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so there are there are a handful of little cheats That's and some body double stuff like body just double. Cli- yeah. like the climbing up into the house yeah, because we can't yeah. get a cast yeah. or mm-hmm. cast you know mm-hmm. so there there are a handful of moments like that but for the yeah. most part this, it's them operating. This is yeah. so inside baseball, but like. <laughs> How does that work, you like camera union wise? I'm like when you oh. have right. Sorry, when I can't hear that. I can't hear you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just because so, it's so you know. Like I've worked on studio stuff. Like obviously that's a big you yeah, know. Yeah, where you're not allowed to move right. away. Like, like oh, do you need help? No, like yeah. you, you know. And I get it, but I'm just I'm so curious how. If the rules for question. that, yeah. I don't actually think we we didn't know. hire a DP. No, well, yeah, we Justin had a gaffer. Justin was listed as DP, right? And we had a gaffer, but that was credited. I think that was credited after the fact. Justin didn't get right. into the guild. No, he no. wasn't he in the six hundred. No, we hired a gaffer yeah. that was kind of like, I, I mean, great, great lighting. Nathan Tape is his name. Great lighting designer, but also like real familiar with camera stuff. And I think that he. His crew like was did some of the camera stuff, but for the most part, it was just us working mm-hmm. with the cast. And there was a there was just a, an understanding that that was that was going to be the case, uh, right? Where it's necessary to the project, yeah. maybe, right? right. I just, well, and I think yeah. it was because like well, one of the directors was also doing a lot of the camera stuff, yeah. and that supersedes some of the guild stuff in some mm-hmm. in some ways. Mm-hmm. So there was we we sort of I can't even yeah I remember we had conversations about it. we were not trying to be like sneaky about it. Yeah. It yeah. was like a well, we have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. How do we let that happen? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. had that thought and was like, how? Yeah. That's a good, good question. question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we also did double dip a little bit because we got camera operator checks, I think, in your name. Yeah, we, I we mean, did. we were hired. Yeah. We hired us. <laughs> Steel trap over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much for trying to yeah, yeah. <laughs> skirt by that one. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, I believe that we lied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we had never seen Southbound, and we put that on after watching VHS and Devil's Due, and it was like, oh, it's not found footage. It's right. yeah. Uh-huh. I was I was almost yeah. expecting it to be more found footage, but uh, so that that's another an- anthology mm-hmm. horror film, though, yeah. and a lot was- of the same filmmakers that were involved in in VHS. Brad mm-hmm. Miska was one of the producers on that. Dave Roxanne Bruckner, ben- Roxanne Benjamin, Benjamin yeah. directed a segment and Dave was a producer Bruckner. on it. Yeah, and Pat and then- Horvath was the, the final. Yeah, that's okay. the other one. But we yeah, had not, I mean, most of the stuff that we had shot was not found footage. You know, our, our most of our YouTube stuff was like action adventure, like comedy yeah. that had a genre element, right. these sort of big mm-hmm. choose your own adventure stories. So, and, and our, our desire was always to make like big movies, you know, yeah. the, the kind of movies that we grew up on and we loved, we loved watching. That was the goal for us. So mm-hmm. Southbound was, it was, a, it was, a, it felt like we had 
more resources to do the thing that we wanted to do, but it was still like a very run and gun. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It was much sort of like produced right. like VHS, right. but it was we actually had, a mm-hmm. smaller budget than VHS. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, it was a at, fairly significant chunk. Yeah, about ten percent, maybe twenty percent. Yeah, jeez. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it's That's not like VHS had a right. big budget. <laughs> uh, no, and that was just we had like after Devil's Due because it didn't you know perform and <laughs> As to be say. kind. You know, you it, all those cliches are true. You know, your phone stops ringing, you go to director's jail. It's like, you know, oh, just persona non grata. And yeah. so we kind of like, you know, we're banging our heads around. like, okay, cool. But let's just keep our heads down and do what we do and what we love. Yeah. And Brad had gotten in touch with us and, and oh, had always been in touch with us being like, I want to do another thing. I want to do another thing. And so we finally were like, yes, let's, let's just do something. Let's just make sure it's not found footage because <laughs> we want to try something different. And Brad was like, we'll get we'll get Dave and we'll get Roxanne to do one and we'll just get the team together again. What do you guys want to do? So we just kind of soft pitched him what became the kind of idea for Southbound, but not fully fleshed out. Mm -hmm. More of just like, we want to do a thing that starts at the end and then at the end, spoiler alert, it's actually the beginning and it's just a big loop. Mm -hmm. And that the characters, how you feel about the characters flips 180 degrees where you think the guys are victims and then you realize protagonists are perpetrators of something terrible. But still allowing some gray area with that. And like, and we just took that basic idea to Brad. He, he arranged us for everybody to get together. And then it was a really fun collaborative thing, which we didn't get to do on VHS because we were so late to the game. Oh, it was really fun to be like, we are going over to, we went to Roxanne's house every what Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. And writer's room. Yeah. It was essentially just cool. A a bunch of us. And like Chris Harding is one of the producers and we just all sit in the room and really hone in on like, okay, what is this? Like, okay, let's focus in on the guilt. Let's focus in on like, you know, I mean, one thing that I always remember is, uh, we had one meeting that half the time it was Dave just saying like, yeah, but what is it? Like, what's the thing that people just the one line and we were kind of this, that, the other. And then finally it was just, it's just roadside horror. You know, it's just a roadside. A road through purgatory. Yeah, road yeah. through purgatory. Yeah. <clears throat> Make it super simple. And that's when everything kind of really came to life. And then we were shooting it within, I don't know, quick. a month? February, March. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was, I, we were all so interested in the experiment of the idea that it was, that everything was interconnected, but that because we were in a world that was by design about the characters' nightmares, that we could all kind of explore our our own version of of horror. That and he, and even the original pitch for the idea was called subgenre. And Brad Misk originally was like, "Well, I want to make a thing that like explores." We're able to sort of jump from one horror subgenre to another in the oh, same anthology. Cool. Yeah. And we were like, "Yeah, that's a cool idea. How can we build a framing device that allows it to all feel?" cohesive and, and connected but still gives the filmmakers permission to to do that and that to, DNA is still a real yeah. personal yeah. idea and we, and of what the, yeah, and what we also, fear is yeah and we also <clears> wanted <throat> to make sure that we didn't have like resets hard resets for each segment so we came up with the idea of zipper transitions where one segment kind of is like a baton pass yeah. to the yeah. next segment so it wasn't um, more creep show like where you're just stopping and then starting something new it's like alright let's try to see if we could figure out our narrative structure in a way where we could just keep the momentum going. Yeah, um, the and that you're time. learning about the place As where the stories yeah, are the happening. Place is the main character. That's right. kind of like become, a, the road becomes a character. I that feel like Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat is exactly. yeah. very similar. Yeah. To yeah. Trick or Treat did it. Yeah, and it was it was it was Trick or Treat with more directors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it was like you know obviously Trick or Treat was wonderful and did it really well. And then when we were talking about it too, I think part of the reason, just on a very personal level, we wanted to do it is because of our VHS segment. The only part they made us cut was 15 seconds, 10 seconds of character intros in the beginning. We had like a little barbecue scene that was just like, 
meet these people and know how they feel about each other. Yeah. And, you know, Brad and Simon were like, guys, we're an hour and a half into this movie already. We're not <laughs> doing another setup. Yeah. Which they were very right about. But, but for us, it was like, let's just fuck it all together. Let's just tell second acts. Like, yeah. there's no first act, right there's no the third act. There yeah. is some of the barbecue scene still in there. There though, is a little right? bit. But, little clips. Okay, but it was a longer. It was a little bit. Okay, yeah. got it, got, got it. it. I, yeah, I also, I, I love the roadside aesthetic, by the way. That's so, I love that look. Like, oh, nasty too, diner, right? trucks. Mm-hmm. And, all that yeah. shit exists I'm out so... in Wonder Valley. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where is that, Wonder it's Valley? east of Joshua Tree. East of 29 Palms, even. And then Amboy is the city, this tiny little city on Route 66. And when tiny, like, the only thing operating, yeah, is the gas station and a post office. That's it. Yeah, when we moved out here, we drove to 66. Through, like, Oatman area, where you have to go. Yeah. All of that stuff. I, yeah. I love like oh, road right. trip, yeah. roadside. Mm-hmm. Like so between whole, that, the time mm-hmm. loops, like those are stuff we're yeah. into. Time so. loops, I'm, we, yeah, yeah. And fans the cool looking. Uh, what are the? Did you? Have I know. A name for I the just, Reapers. Yeah. Reapers. Okay. okay. We call them Reapers. Yeah. yeah. I was really taken aback by them because I, I think just the order that we watched your stuff in, there wasn't much creature horror and then you get those guys i just was not expecting them and they're so gross they have like this nervous system hanging yeah, out like yeah. jellyfish yeah. Oh. i mean they were supposed to be like straight up reapers mm-hmm. and then justin martinez who we mentioned earlier he what was it that the robe the was fabric make, couldn't do cloth. fabric yeah. it was gonna take tub double the time to render them out in oh that's uh, like hair yeah. 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 yeah yeah make it feel interactive and you know and believable yeah so he was like how about this and is that where yeah, most of the cooler. budget went? Were the effects? No, because that was Justin just being a lonely genius. Oh, cool. who would work alone Damn. on his computer to do all of that? We just yeah. start getting shots. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes we wouldn't. Yeah, guys, it's not happening. And then I just moved the truck today for street cleaning, so it's still going well. If anybody wants to buy a truck, if anybody wants to buy the truck from Southdown, please hit us up. Southdown, yeah, Yeah, right. Honestly, yeah, it's the truck from Southdown. It takes up our whole living room. No, I don't know what the majority of that. Probably just the day costs of like. Of just having everyone out there. Just yeah, we in. shot that over how long? Five days. Five days. Ours okay. was five. And we yeah. stayed yeah. at the location that we shot in. the The weird house in the final segment is oh, where, like we all slept there. It was like terrifying. Was it a, yeah, a house or a motel? Because it seemed like a motel. Airbnb. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Where yeah. he sees his daughter. And well, it's like a compound. Oh, there were three <laughs> units on this property. <laughs> All like one, everyone is more haunted than the next. I mean, it's a yeah. really oh, so fun. Yeah, yeah. it's a very strange, yeah. lonely. I slept in bunk location. beds in that hallway. That oh, was, oh, in the final God. loop. Oh God! <laughs> I was like, oh God, this is a little too much. I was in the room that Hassie, the daughter, hides in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like alone. It was like alone. It was like a <laughs> separated. Just stabbed it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I got time loops, and then you guys were talking about just the weird layout of the house from VHS. I feel like it's the spatial stuff freak you guys out because I get very freaked out by like wrong, like things that are the wrong size and right. don't, don't make wrong. sense. Yeah, because yes. yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of the book House of Leaves. I don't right. know if so I do. Okay, yeah, that's. Yeah. So that's I want. I don't know. It, it's not possible to be filmed. That's but what I they said about Gerald's it. game. That's true. Gerald's have, game was very good. People have had. Yeah, he was gonna do it. I know. Yeah. and then it. I want it. Yeah. I would love to see a David Lynch house of leaves. Oh God! Jesus Christ! Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's no. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to like recover after no. seeing it. But that's a one of a kind. Yeah. It feels too like it's one of those things that is like it comes up between us in meetings. People we're talking to creatively all. 
the time. And I feel like it's going to start, it already has on some level, but like just seeping into other shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then by the time somebody finally figures out how to make it, everyone's going to Mm, I already seen that. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's just taking yeah. off of the yeah. stuff that was inspired by it. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, do you feel like Southbound was like a step in the direction that you wanted to go? If you know, after having done a couple of found footage things that maybe you didn't necessarily want to be pigeonholed into. I mean, on some level, I especially even, the found footage thing. I but I don't know if like Southbound necessarily got us out of direction. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it was it more about I think just wanting to go back to a way of making stuff that we didn't need permission to go and do it. You know, with the studio thing, it's there's so many steps and you have to get approvals from so many people to like even just get a check to like do a scout. And, and when, that was when, Devil's Do? Yeah. Okay, yeah. When before, I mean, we would just make one, two phone calls and we'd be in a car together driving up yeah. to mm -hmm. like Rosamond to figure out where we're going to go shoot our next thing. And, and I think there was, we wanted to sort of return to that, that ethos a little bit. I, I think mm -hmm. we were... I mean, we are also like kind of freaking out about fuck. What do we? We're, we we want to be film. We're filmmakers. Like yeah. we, we got to go make films if we want to call ourselves out. If we want to do that, and Southbound was really just a, um, I don't know, a, a way to sort of I think get like, sort of re re engage, like, and, get and, excited and was, again about the process. It was fun. It was a fun thing mm -hmm. too. Just like on a like a tonal level, it was something we had. We always had humor to kind of like I wouldn't call humor a crutch because we fucking love it. It's like our favorite part. Yeah, but. Southbound is pretty humorless, at least our segment of Southbound. Uh, and, and it, you know, it was like, it, I think there was a fun challenge in it to be like, how can we just tell a, like, you get in the driver's seat and then the story just fucking goes and do it quickly. I mean, our opening segment is like 12 like minutes. 12 yeah, it's yeah. short. Yeah. You know, which was by design. It was supposed to be more of a teaser. And then Roxanne's is supposed to be kind of the real, like, mm, opening yeah. segment because ours is technically the end of the. And all our dialogue mm. is what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I will say oh, that, that was that a was funny great. moment. The second, like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We tried to get it in. Was that a body came. double? Because like the camera. No, that's a, no, that's that's how? Oh, that was a, a that was invisible a car. We shot yeah. the car. We shot the car pulling up and driving off. Mm -hmm. And then Tyler I is miming the frame this for really. Yeah, yeah. I was operating. It held the frame really still while they drove. Holy back shit. around yeah. and then and then brought them and in it was a like handheld wow. or like yeah. shoulder handheld, no, shoulder handheld. and then wow. Justin Martinez our effects guy like just like, merged, yeah, merged things in that's amazing because so cool. the car's a little bit further away so I was like did they get like a body double or do something <laughs> there but <laughs> You wrote the previous three things that we've yes, discussed, right? right? Mm -hmm. So, but but not ready or not. You came in a little bit later yep. on that, right? We came I in. I watched a lot of behind what? the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I always wonder if anybody watches this. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, we came in. We got it sent to us right after Southbound came out, and then they went with somebody else. And, and South, Southbound was 2015, 2016. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like 2015 and TIFF, 2016. Yeah. 12 theaters mm. <laughs> uh, but no and then so yeah they they sent us one with somebody else they came back to us shortly thereafter and we loved the script because it had what we're talking about where it's like this it's really funny it's got great like scares great thrills like good characters I remember, getting, love. I remember getting it sent when it was sent to us the second time actually responding to our reps and being like we, you already sent us it's this. Just a like, joke. You yeah. didn't get this job. Yeah, because that doesn't happen. Because we got talking with no context. Yeah. Like, hey, this is up. This yeah. is open again. It was just, hey, read this, and we were like, wait, we, we, we read oh, this. it wasn't yeah. a lie. Yeah. Yeah. And then we yeah. find yeah. out that it's yeah, that it's open. Uh, the job was open again. Yeah, we just we we met with the producers, Trip and Jamie, and like really mm -hmm. vibed. And we met with the writers, and same thing. It was a big love fest. 
And then when Searchlight got on board, everybody liked the same stuff about it, so it was great. But then Get Out came out, and there was too many similarities because it, was, mm. it wasn't a wedding. It wasn't one night. It was more of a meet the family. The family's weird over the course oh. of the weekend. Oh, like that's bad. Oh, so the original script, it wasn't a wedding. Okay. <laughs> nope. Wow. And then we had like basically a, what we recently found out was a kill meeting. Uh, <laughs> and then in the in the room, everybody was just kind of spitballing ideas. Wait, what's a what's a kill meeting? Like the the movie's going to like, you know, pull, pull the plug. plug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was yeah. a year into a year into the process with oh them, God. where they're like, "Fuck, it's either going to happen yeah. or not at this point." And but they, you didn't know that until recently. No, we found that out after it came out. I think okay. we all felt that a little bit going into the meeting, like, "Oh God, this is." You feel right. that a little bit like, at every stage, every meeting. It could always be taken away. Yeah, until it's in the theater. But it was yeah, and so then. In that meeting, it was like, let's do it just the night of the wedding. Let's make it the wedding. Let's post it over here with a shotgun. You post it over here with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, and it really, every it clicked for everybody nice. in this way. And then so, and the, Ryan, were the original writers still involved? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were involved until I think the last the last changes they sent us were maybe when we still had five days left of shooting. Yeah, it was one oh, week wow. before wow. the end of production. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. And I think it's because we were never talking about fucking with the DNA of what it of what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they had nailed the tone, like the characters were were interesting and the the scares were great. It was like the pacing was awesome. And those were those were things that we never wanted to change. Like that was never the debate. It was like make it make it more of a horror thing. Make yeah. it more of a comedy thing. It was no. like, no no no, we've got it's all here. We just need to figure out a new way in so that it feels like it's its own unique thing. Yeah. And remind me know, of their names again, the writers? Guy Busick and, and Ryan Christopher Murphy. Yeah. Who played the the crossbow. Yeah, yeah the crossbow. Yeah. And they <laughs> and they <laughs> delivered right. like every step of the way. And right like all the way up to the end of production. Including crossbow right. videos when yeah. they needed crossbow videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so great. I really love hearing things. when like because you know, often you hear like how the writers discarded during production mm-hmm. and they're like, that wasn't what I wrote. So that's great. Oh, it was we're, the opposite. We're, of yeah, we're very collaborative, if you can't mm-hmm. tell. So like we 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 welcome like all the voices, sorry, all the voices into the into the into the room, and mm-hmm. and just def- definitely leaned on them the entire process. When we're like, hey, we need this change because, you know, they might do this, or we, we need these pages condensed into this, and they turned around everything very quickly, and and they were fantastic. Well, and they had an outs out an insider outsider point of view where we could send them things during pre production where we'd be like, we have to do this because of some we're not even bore we bore you with why you know right. some reason that's fucking whatever yeah. And then they'd be able to flag that doesn't work the because of these of things. All, and you're like, yeah. right, fuck, great, thank you. You know, oh, cool. like it was really wonderful. She also died at the end of the first script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just yeah. Like, that. Which was this yeah. thing like, where it felt like, oh, this is such a cool risk. I think we were attracted to the feeling of how risky that was, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it was the one part of the movie. The, the the feeling the audience was going to have leaving the theater was the thing that didn't fit with the rest of the movie. And it was like, mm-hmm. fuck, man, like there's there's something better. We can we can beat yeah. this. Yeah. And went through uh, 12 versions of how to kill the family at the end and eventually landed on <laughs> right. the, the oh, one that was the so quickest, good. the, the yeah. most surprising. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah. we hope I, the, definitely we the most satisfying. We also learned lesson a little bit on Devil's Due because it's like to us, Devil's Due there's a lot of really funny shit in it. I know that doesn't feel like a funny movie, but like there's stuff that makes us giggle. And you know, when you have something that's such a dour ending and you're just like, mm-hmm. mm. it, it just, it's not as satisfying sometimes, you know, and for the right movie, fantastic, of course. Yeah. But sometimes like on this one, looking back, we've talked about it since where 
how did we ever think we were going to pull off the tone of Ready or Not? Right. Where it's like a fun movie. A yeah. fun yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then oh, by the way, we're murdering yeah. her. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Where the rest of it everyone. feels right. like such a revenge thing, too. Because yes. it does all yeah. feel super allegorical. And I feel like in this moment, too, it was like especially satisfying, you know? And it, <laughs> sure. It would, yeah. yeah, it would have been a huge bummer to then just have her die right. you know yeah we also i mean we pitched we pitched agreed <laughs> we pitched searchlight the day after the 2016 election oh really and so i think a lot wow. had sort of shifted just in how we wanted to approach the story that it was no longer a lot honestly a lot like get out how the original mm-hmm. ending of that was more of a kind of he gets yeah, arrested he gets yeah. Yeah. Tale yeah. about yeah. what the reality is and for us it was like oh shit well we're we're, gonna, we're probably going to be living in an alternate reality <laughs> over the next few years. Mm-hmm. So this should be more of a, a more of a, a rebel yell, like more of a rallying call, more about resistance and less about like, be careful, bad things could happen. Mm-hmm. And right. once and we more made about, those yeah, choices. Fighting against that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and once we made those choices too, it really allowed us to like bring all of the other stuff up to the surface more. So the fun stuff got more fun. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Sam's character, Grace, got more like, dialed yeah. in in a way that you could really see it like oh she's on a hero's journey here this is not some sad thing where she's gonna get murdered and you know what I mean? yeah knowing <laughs> that that where we're going we have to now lay track yeah to earn that ending yeah we sort of we're able to amplify yeah, yeah. Everything. though we did shoot that shit third day the explosions oh like my gosh. early in production <laughs> <laughs> yeah how was it always going to be uh so at the end we see LaBelle was he always going to, were you always going to see him or was that like an added, I'm so curious. So it was in the script. Because it yeah. it's such a funny. Yeah. I think I already was like so in love with everything happening and then he shows up and I was like, that's it. Like I'm obsessed with it because he's just, he's so funny. <laughs> so glad yes. to hear that. That's Jamie Vanderbilt. Yeah. That's, our, that's a producer. one of our producers. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm obsessed with him and his little outfit. I just, yeah. uh, I just didn't, I just wasn't expecting to get to see him and then him looking like that was so good. And then the reaction is fuck. <laughs> I think that's my personal favorite of her many, many fucks yes. in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that that the the LaBelle thing, it was in the script. We talked about it endlessly throughout the edit. You know, we knew we were shoot we shot for the opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. But then throughout the edit, it was like, we can do it, is it jumping right. a shark? Is this too much? And then And how do you and if and if we do it, what effect doesn't feel Shitty and Hokey. cheesy. Yeah. It actually yeah. it feels like a, a piece of yeah. the of the movie. And we, we covered the chair like it was a character the entire pro- the, yeah. the entire time. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. Yeah, we shot for it for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But we tiptoed into it by doing these effects, like what Tyler's talking about. Like, we'll do it subtly. It'll be just the smoke, and maybe. And then a we kind of had this of, like, yeah, it was. And, and, and honestly, hearing your reaction is so wonderful because that's what we were hoping for. <laughs> but it, we had this moment like within a week of locking. Where we just decided, wait, we just blew up an entire family. It's we real. Should, let's go the other end. It's that yeah. tiptoeing into this. Let's go get Jamie dressed up in some costumes we <laughs> oh, get from the God. Fox thing. Make him look like a fucking yes. you know, dandy. Yeah. Tiny yeah. dandy. It's <laughs> just so great to be like, yep, it was real. Yep, all these people blew up. And like, yeah, LaBelle's a dude. Like, I don't know yeah. what you're expecting. Like, yeah, this was real. Yeah, like, we told you. He was yeah. like, I yeah. Yeah. Why are we yeah, yeah. We've been telling you the whole movie. Right. In a lot of ways, too. Like, we, and, and sort of reflecting on like Southbound, which is all about questions like right. leaving the audience with the mystery and trying mm-hmm. to put things together mm. we were like fuck that like well let's just do the thing where we give we give the audience everything mm-hmm. they, they yeah. get an answer to every single thing 
you leave the movie without any sort of lingering, was it real or not? Yeah, we tell you right. nothing in South Park. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there was a real opportunity to do it. And then it was just about figuring out the, how, how to do it so that it felt tonally like it was a part of the same I, the same I like movie. that it's like a fire burst and like that kind of gives yeah. body to it. Was it just him in front of a green screen that you shot? Yeah, it was or? our yeah. only yeah. our only additional photography on the movie. Okay. We didn't do any reshoots or anything. Damn, this was nice. in, we laid in post. We thought, fuck it. We we had done a mock up with a with a still like image a of an yeah. old man, <laughs> an old like Victorian dandy, and it was like, oh, it was good enough that we. I think we even we tested it. We tested it with with yeah. the yeah. and it was cool enough that we were like, "Fuck it, let's just shoot." When well, I remember Jamie. that second preview, nobody, nobody really cared one way or the other. It felt like, mm-hmm. which for us was enough to be like, "Cool, this isn't gonna." People are gonna go, things. "Oh, what?" Yeah. yeah, and then we're like, "Well, let's go have fun with it." Yeah, yeah, oh, I love it. It's weird because so we're we're talking about this movie, and then right after. This we're recording another episode where we're talking about the lighthouse, which does kind of what it where it's like we're not going to answer any questions and you can deal with it. And I love just seeing like the contrast of both of those things done really well. It's yeah. nice you don't have to prefer one or the yeah, other. They both can be done yeah. really well. It's awesome. Sometimes yeah. I don't want answers. Sometimes I want all the right. answers. Yeah. yeah, and as long as the movie does that confidently, whatever mm-hmm. it is, then you're on you're on board. Right. Yeah. yeah. One of my big takeaways from all the behind the scenes stuff was that everyone who at least all the stuff that wound up in the final product that I watched said that like the onset experience was a great time, like really fun and that you guys were great to work with. Uh, is there anything that you try to do to foster that or do you just find being yourselves and like being friendly and collaborative is enough to, you know, kind of the latter, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, don't go like we did. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, you know, you hear about, the, a director or the process where it's like super technical and everyone knows within like a millimeter how to how to move how to do their job and I think for us it's really about bringing casting people bringing on department heads who are so much better at what they do than we could ever imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> you know being yeah. that that you just then it's your job to just sort of communicate the bullseye and and then let them sort of interpret that and so and obviously steering it along the way like mm-hmm. saying you're still making choices and saying no to things and yes to things and oh this but do it this. but but really allowing for there to be some freedom to let people bring their own ideas and their own you know their own sort of process to <laughs> and that, that you're saying that in regards to both crew and cast everything yeah, yeah. 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 from top from top down i mean and, i like think of just i'm just thinking of Anne Helene, the 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 aunt with the oh yeah uh-huh. like she like that you know that's hair and makeup came and and wardrobe but what do you guys think you know what I mean like that that's one of those choices where we didn't say go make her look like a thirty supervillain like a battle yes. right? <laughs> yeah but when they showed her to us like that it was a unanimous yes yeah. please yeah. Yeah. yeah it really is interesting talking to people who are directors who because you even you I think people even forget like it's a director like you are like yeah you're you're moving the pieces around and you have an idea of where everything needs to go but you're not the one doing everything and that mm-hmm. sounds like you guys have such a like a firm grasp of like yeah effective directing like in the literal sense of the word you yeah. know yeah. yeah and priority i think is the big thing like knowing having having made enough stuff on our own knowing like if we don't have this it's a problem if we don't prioritize this specific thing it's a problem. We're going to, we, we don't have it if we don't have this. And, and just knowing that like, yeah, there's this, these variables, we can, we can sort of 
this this is fungible. Like we can we can there can there can be multiple versions of this, and they're all going to be interesting and cool. But these are like the real key things, the foundation that we have to build the thing on, and making sure that that gets communicated as clearly as possible, and then letting there be space for for some weird. For, for some weird, you know, improv, some weird chances, some some things that you don't plan on happening, happening, and being really cool and really interesting and really inspiring. Like and Grace not being laughing something during the explosions, yeah. which we talk about on the commentary. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, that was just Samara on, after a take of react, reacting as if people were exploding. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, she was like, I want to laugh. Like, I feel like I would laugh. And it's like, great. And we have the bandwidth to be like, cool, let's do a couple takes of you laughing, you know? Yeah. And it's like what we talked about on the commentary where we watched one cut without her laughing and it just was flat, you mm-hmm. know? So then you become really grateful for those ideas and then you start to kind of come to a realization like those are the things that make stuff special. Yeah. You know, it comes from the collaboration. It's, it's not from mm-hmm. the, my vision. Mm-hmm. And especially coming from a background of making your own stuff and doing everything uh, with the YouTube and even the, the early films because uh, you also edited your own stuff mm-hmm. a bunch. Yeah. And we have the same background like with the sketches and everything where you just do everything. You wear every hat and it must be I, I that's probably really helpful to know uh just a little bit about each aspect and then to be able to like give it to someone who you know oh you're probably better at this than me oh 100 like, percent. Totally. yeah like it's i've such tried. a breath of fresh air. yeah <laughs> right like, yeah because you know you know after you make your own stuff you you begin to recognize your own weaknesses so to be able to outsource that stuff must be great yeah it's awesome and i mean even for the edit on this it's like because we are so used to editing our own mm-hmm. stuff I, I know we were kind of nervous. We were like, oh, how's this going to be? Yeah, the, Maybe d- we'll set the up DP a room and the editor and... were ones where we were like, there was a lot of, I think, anxiety yeah. I internal feel, yeah. about <laughs> yeah. how those but collaborations then, were going to work. And they couldn't have gotten yeah, better. Yeah, they couldn't have gotten better. Gotten better. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my God, you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just want to work with all those same people right, on exactly. everything yeah. because yeah. it's, yeah, it's, I mean, you know how it is. It's rare to find mm-hmm. where not only do you enjoy working with somebody like as, as a friend and collaborator, but that you just respect mm-hmm. their idea is so much and yeah we, we we really hit the jackpot on ready or not definitely yeah yeah it, i mean the yeah that feeling of uh just a good time really shines through in the movie mm-hmm. god that cast man oh is, that's oh, incredible it's, it's so fortunate to have every everybody. single person yeah. is and so only a couple good. takes for yep. for every i mean it was Amazing. like we were down to the wire it was a super tight wise. shoot oh yeah, yeah. It was 26 days to do it to do all that and everybody came and they're just down for the experiment you know and especially it started early in that first week when we opened with like we you know working with andy mcdowell who's like the biggest movie star we've ever worked with mm-hmm. and the very first scene we do is her and grace fighting and grace hitting her smashing her face <laughs> with, the, with the juicing box <laughs> we're like all right cool so everybody is now on board for this ride and like let's let's go for it and then doing the explosions that first week when we're like, do you trust us enough to like, you know, throw this blood and stuff at you? And then everyone was, we broke for lunch and everybody could go and we had like one explosion left to do. And we were, we were all like running around set, making sure everything was okay and standing at the monitors and just turned around and looked back and everybody's just there watching the monitors. Like they, they could have left, but they, they stuck around. And they stuck around and like, all right, cool. We're good. We're nice. good right now. We got everybody on board and we have the right people. Because they, they want what's best for the project and they want to be involved and, and we're like, and we couldn't be happier with everyone. Yeah, and there's something to be said for like putting people through the ringer so quickly where it's like, oh, you're right. all just hanging out. This is your professional adult job <laughs> and you're all just hanging out yeah. covered in fucking blood. Blood and yeah. pieces. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, that's what's so fun about horror is it asks you to play make-believe on a crazy 
level. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, you're, you, you get to do really wild shit. Well, yeah. it's like that thing that people always ask, like, oh, is it scary on set? And no, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> right. For every single take, everyone starts laughing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to, when I first started working on films, I started in art departments, and I remember talking to people who had worked on horror, and they're like, it's the best, like, it's the best office environment, because it's the art department, you've got body parts everywhere, (laughs) yeah, you know, it's great, everyone's having a great time. so silly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. When we had, uh, do you guys remember this, when we met Galaxy, Galaxy did makeup on Mm -hmm. Southbound, and she comes in, doesn't know us has like two minutes of kind of testing the water. She's like, so I could show you some of my stuff or I could show you like the stuff I'm really interested in. That's good. And then she just breaks up in this book of like body parts and injuries. And the yeah. most disgusting <laughs> like, shit you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, she collects books about like old murders. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've talked to so many yes. makeup yeah. people who do that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, horror makeup artists have to be able to look at the most real gruesome right. shit to... To recreate it. Yeah. 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 I remember about the in Southbound talking about, we didn't know what the Irish smile was or what the uh, term was. Uh-huh. And she was pitching us like the... Oh, yeah. For yeah. your Joker death. Kind of thing. And yeah. she, I've never seen a more excited human being. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Galaxy explaining right. the anatomy of an Irish smile. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to ask, uh, how'd you feel about the marketing for Ready or Not? Because w- were you yeah, good with it? Wait, go finish it. I don't, okay. don't want to know. Because yeah. like, because because no. I <laughs> like obviously I fucking love the movie, but I do feel like the trailer gave away a lot. You know, like a lot yeah. of the jokes and stuff. Luckily, not the ending. Yeah, which right. t- still took me by complete surprise. But uh, that's a trick, though. I th- I think that we we actually are really pleased with the marketing in the sense that they marketed the movie that we made. Yes. Sure, we had <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> but that's the but that's always the challenge is how much do you. How much do you give the audience and mm-hmm. how much do you have to sell con- and confidently sell that this is what this thing is and it's going to feel a little weird, but check it out. Like it's, it's, it all, it's all going to work together. You're in good hands. And I mean, I think that we probably in hindsight would agree that like, yeah, the trailer probably shows yeah, a little but, bit too much, yeah. but it also got people, right. it got it's people out. Weird. And at the end of the day, like yeah. it's kind of the well, job. And it was definitely the, hard giving away the crossbow in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. like the one kill that we're like, oh, wow. But it also was the kill that encapsulate, encapsulates the entire tone of the movie. And sure. The, the, the like, accidental kind of going bone. off of it. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I always think about though, when we have this discussion is like, all my favorite movies I've seen a hundred times. Mm-hmm. So I've mm-hmm. seen the longest trailer possible because I've seen the movie. So at a certain point, I think on the creative side, you have to take a step back and just say, all right, that's going to happen. And the bummer is, yeah, like the crossbow, you won't have that experience in a theater because people have already fucking seen it. Mm-hmm. But if the movie works and it's good and it kind of finds like a following so people will watch it in say five years or 10 years, they already know what the movie is. Right. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. probably seen it. And if the movie's so, got to be better than, at least as good as those parts, and hopefully better than the parts yeah. that you've already seen, which at the end of the day, you just cross your fingers and hope that, you know, people, people that they're, like they're even they're even still surprised despite the fact that they've seen some of those gags, have been yeah. sold some of those gags. If the context of when those things happen is like far more interesting it. and elevates it than mm-hmm. seeing a little, you know, a, a quick, you know, three second pop. Of yeah, and if you get trailer. lucky, it's like, I mean, I watch Die Hard every, you know, Few months, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's never not entertaining, even though I know exactly what's going to happen. Right. Exactly. So yeah, kind of a confidence in the product of like it's good enough to or like withstand a hope. that. I hope of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure after you watched like the final cut, you probably felt like you had something still want to specialize a dozen hands, things. Right? Yeah. Always, always. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that you never. You never. You're you never sure. No. Yeah. I don't. Because you hear about movies that are 
you know, now considered some of the the greatest the of thing. all time that get laughed mm-hmm. that got laughed mm-hmm. at at their yeah. you right. know their premieres and people walked out of and and now they're you know these huge sort of iconic cultural touchstones. Cats. Yeah, I was gonna say cats. such as cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so listen to a oh I mean on the Marin podcast talking with Brad Pitt's talking about like Fight Club. Fight Club being one yeah. of those. Oh, yeah. 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 And Seven. Yeah. And Seven being mm. another one where people were just like, they would not program Seven. They had nobody had seven, any idea The Seven idea thing is mind boggling. Right. Fight Club, I get because it's a very unique yeah. thing. And it's for mm-hmm. you or for mm-hmm. But Seven, I'm like, this is as good as a thriller could ever be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, What's it's too effective. Like, right? It's doing <laughs> yeah. its job too well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, did you. Uh, at Midsummer Scream, did you guys? I was just go gonna there? ask that. Did no. you? Were no. you aware of the installation for your film? Only when Ryan, the writer, texted lives us, there, right? who lives in Long yeah. Beach, and he was like, "In the experience, he was in oh, the he's experience." Because really? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we. I went. I hadn't watched the trailer or anything, so I went to go because de- I was like, I don't want to. I just don't want to know anything about it. So we went and did the experience, and it is. We go in there. It's pitch black. I'm being chased around, and that fucking song, the hide and seek song, is playing. Yeah, like, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 It was oh, playing. Wow. Through, like you have like There's little things that they have to you. grab off of your waist to like get oh, you out. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing the, the, the masks yeah, yeah, exactly. That. Uh, where they're like, oh no, it was the 80s. We were, we, oh, we're really? Really? Of really? They had <laughs> those on, and they're chasing you around. And yeah, like, out of context, it's like, I don't know what the. Yeah. It's so wild. it's all of this Crazy. like merch gets made and the, all these like little experiences <laughs> yeah. happen on the marketing side that we are never aware of That's until so you like see a poster. Yeah, we even ordered our own Blu-rays off Amazon. We can't even get the notes. Like, my parents live up in the Bay Area and they saw something for at this little like game shop in Berkeley. There was uh, like a ready or not night that they were putting on that obviously the studio had I don't we have no idea yeah. nobody told us and my parents once stopped by and got a free shirt yeah. you know oh and like, they was it the wedding? shirt with the weapons yep. on it yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I have that shirt have hanging that. up That's in my closet really. they did all yeah. the cakes too remember because they had like <laughs> yeah. little events when they had like oh, yeah. these wedding cakes with like a knife in it and we're like where, where are these cakes yeah it's so funny because I, I know that so many people who like aren't in the the film industry just assume the director's do everything like down to like yeah. the trailers and the marketing <laughs> right. but obviously yeah, yeah it was the studio's marketing department or the mm-hmm. the film's marketing doing that stuff i think yeah. on a, with a longer runway to the release we probably would have like been more aware of that exactly. stuff but there was i mean three months they had three months yeah. to market the movie before yeah. it released in theaters so it was this full court press from the second we finished we locked the edit it was like okay we're, yeah. We now we're gonna, just gonna throw all of these crazy ideas into the marketplace yeah. and see what what's. Yeah. It was fun to watch. It was fun. it's kind of fun yeah. finding Being stuff surprised. naturally I mean, after like, the fact. What is yeah. this? Yeah. 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 There's even we got invited to to do it and we can't because we have other plans that day. But this Saturday, uh, which will unfortunately be after we publish this video, but this mm-hmm. Saturday, a friend of ours invited us to this like charity fundraiser where they're playing uh basically dungeons and dragons but it is a like role-playing ready or not inspired thing so we got asked what? to be oh, no on shit. it yeah oh, wow. so i'll send you like after yeah. i'll send you guys the info if you want to oh, like that's awesome. i think they're streaming it so that's yeah. cool we, wow. one of the, yeah. one i was of like the missed, what a coincidence yeah <laughs> one of the missed opportunities we think is actually having being able to build like a tabletop game that's based on on the movie right. oh yeah Our original so cool. art that we made for the lookbook when we were pitching ready or not we built a we built a board game. We sort of kit bashed like a Monopoly board, but we put all the sort of 
iconography of the movie in clip art on this Monopoly oh, board. And so I would still cool. love somebody to make a version of the Ready I know all those game. board games that yes. were on display. Yeah. I was like, yes. I want to play those. Like, we're big game fans. We have stacks yeah. of them over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so do you guys have anything in the works right now? Or are you still just like riding off the high of Ready or Not? Well, we're ready to get who yeah, works. We, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we got a handful of things. We got a couple of really fun writing projects that we're working on, and a movie with uh, Universal with Lord and Miller that oh cool yeah oh, nice. that nice. will hopefully yeah we'll hopefully get but get the, moving with yeah. some momentum here it, soon. And it's written by Samara who played Grace. It's written by her husband. Oh, oh totally. Serendipitous. Yeah. Oh, cool. Is she involved? Not at this point, no. Okay. He did not write a role for her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like, you can talk to Jimmy about that. It's, it's so it's so awesome seeing her career as just like she's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, she's it's great. Nice to have like a bona fide new like yeah. scream queen. Uh, the term is you know hit or miss, but just like someone who's who's so talented and good and funny and is willing to do a bunch of horror movies. She's so good. She's yeah. deserving she's of every bit everything. Of praise yeah. That she's yeah. Getting. Yeah. 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 And we've already talked about how bummed we're going to be for any movie we make that she's not in. Mm. It's yeah. like, oh, right. well, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. She was ever 25, 26 days and wow. is doing 90% of that of yeah. that physical stunt work. She's in it's, like almost yeah. every scene. Almost every put her scene. through. Yeah. yeah, really put her through it. And the only time yeah. she was, I, I ever heard that she was sore was after the goat pit because oh, she was climbing with one with one hand up yeah. that ladder and she was like, man, my arm is sore today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fucking trooper. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been uh, great. And uh, in case anyone didn't know, when I made the Ready or Not Kill Cow and it got like copyright claimed, I can't believe that you like. <laughs> that was so crazy. <laughs> that was mind blowing that you like saw that. Well, we love Kill Cow, and it was like yeah. that thing that we saw you were doing it. And I just remember checking like, oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I want to watch. <laughs> I literally saw that, and I was like, oh, that's sucks and we never we are not social media guys like we are, we have a twitter account that i we had not used for years right. yeah. 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 Let's see. We'll, i guess we'll step back into twitter for a moment oh my God. we also oh, having come from, for a second yeah. and coming from youtube like we've been there where you just yes. want to release something mm-hmm. that you love so and you're proud of and mm-hmm. and then there's some weird like bullshit red tape and that's, yeah man it's, it's like i did all the work and now it's held up by things out of my control it's yeah. it's rough yeah. thanks for doing that though. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. That was yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And again, the, I, I, everything I said in that video was before we ever communicated <laughs> right. directly. So I wasn't just like praising my friends' work or something. <laughs> we uh, got friends that don't praise our work. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you yeah. need those. You oh, definitely yeah. need those. Oh, yeah. We also have each other to not praise each other's mm-hmm. work. <laughs> Well, man, it's been so awesome. Yeah, this is yeah. Guys. Thank, Thank you for having, for having us Thank here. You. Thank you. And yeah. for watching everything. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, getting stuff made is its own thing. And uh, I hope that one day we're able to make something ourselves that's mm-hmm. not just like YouTube videos. Because I know I have me, so many ideas and it's just like, yeah. Help me get over the imposter yeah. syndrome that's always present, you know. Yeah, it never, yeah. Oh, it never goes, never goes away. away. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll line up, man. We'll be first in line yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, is there anything else to just say here or end it? I hate ending podcasts. Uh, no, I think I'm good. Just hard cut. Like, yeah, just 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 line. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot for yeah. joining us, Chad. Yeah, thanks, guys. I was going to say, like, you guys have social, but you guys, like, already just said, like, we don't we have them, we just don't use them. Yeah. 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 Search our names and you'll find us, and you'll find vacant accounts that have like <laughs> a few pictures of like cats and dogs. Right. <laughs> cool.
That's good enough. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll do a movie next week. But uh, until next time, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. I think next week is gonna be Ghoulies. Oh sure. All right. Yeah. And Maybe? this is Chad, Matt, and Tyler <laughs> from Radio Silence. Amazing guys. Awesome. And this has been the Dead Meat Podcast. <laughs>